What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com and if you'd like to support the show and maybe even jump your story in the line or maybe even read stories with me or maybe you have a story you'd like to read to me head on over to patreon at lorehammer listener lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show enjoy Welcome back to Lorehammer Listen to Lore, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. Hey, I'm your host, Mark, and joining me, Bro Diddley. Welcome back. It's the Bro Diddley coming at you live from Sketch to Tune. Oh, um, yeah. So, but yeah, it's, been ni- it's nice to be back on the Lorehams. Yeah, man. Uh, it's going to be cool. You've written something again for us. I've written, or I've read a lot of what you've written. You've uh, submitted a bunch of stuff. I remember even at one point now, you wrote me like a little binder. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah, the tournament had, or whatever. Yeah, when you guys had your Lorehammer tournament, I went there and one of the like stipulations of the tournament was that we had to have the um uh, little blurb of of our chapter's lore. We had to some have some lore written down. Yeah. Uh, to get to get certain points and I showed up with a <laughs> uh binder that i had designed uh i I had designed a like a a chapter page on the front i had designed a force organization chart with symbols yeah it was in like a full-on printed coiled binder so fucking cool coiled binder with (laughs) laminated front and back sheets and it was like fancy card stock i went to staples got it all printed up and (laughs) and uh i i still have one for myself yeah, uh, but I gave you and Lorehammer uh, a couple, so that yeah. was that was fun. It either got lost with the Lorehammer library, wherever all those hundreds of books went, or burned the fire of sweet release when I left Canada. Either or, there you, go. <laughs> you know what? Um, it, it probably could get burned, and nothing would be lost. <laughs> <laughs> we did record it, so you know now everyone has to go back and listen to every episode and try to find it. But uh, exactly. We're here to share new lore that you've written about uh, another Imperial Guard regiment. You want to tell us a little about it? Absolutely. So I um, have always had a fascination with the Elysian drop troops and the Harakoni Warhawks. Yeah. Um, so I've always wanted to do like an airborne regiment. Uh, and I kind of took my own spin on it a little. Um, and I uh, kind of took... Uh, 
a lot of um, insight from the like World War II uh, airborne troopers, like the U.S. Air paratroopers and stuff. And then um, I actually found some really cool stories about the Canadian paratroopers uh, that um, uh, went to Belgium and and paratrooped and dropped in there. So and it was uh, just really cool. Some of the tactics that they used were cutting edge and okay. and whatnot. So I thought that'd be really interesting to to do something like that in 40k. Yeah, and have it like a as a unified force. Yeah, like it. It's so common, you know, to take these examples of World War II armies and then put them into 40k. But yeah, airborne regiment. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, so that's kind of where where I'm at, and I also took a little bit of uh, uh, inspiration from like my hometown like where i grew up on vancouver island uh there's a little town called royston and so that's okay. Roy the roystonian uh <laughs> air dog so like I, I took a little bit because the planet that they're from is very similar to the, like kind of what i was used to when growing up okay cool okay so yeah. i'll picture i'll picture that now i can i can do that so <clears throat> the only other question i have then for you before we read your lore is uh Elysian drop troops or Harkonian? Who would you pick? I know you like them both, but you know. Oh, I'd go Harkonian Warhawks. Yeah, yeah, like those are those are definitely my favorite. I like the armored version, kind of like of the of the drop troops. I think they're yeah. pretty cool that way. So yeah, I feel like they, they just look a little more like sci-fi with armor plates than the Elysians, I feel. Yeah. But. The Elysians to me kind of look like a uh, a pilot has gone down. And mm. they're because they're like a pilot suits kind of thing, right? Yeah. So that's kind of like my vibe from them. But yeah, yeah. So yeah. Okay, well, let's uh, see what you've done. Out. Sounds good, man. I'll uh I'll get my <clears throat> my <clears throat> singing voice ready here. Okay. Upon the wings of our fathers you shall fly through hell and through fire. Restoria return requires your service, you shall give it gladly. Sharpen your knives, load your weapons, prepare for the drop. I'll see you in the sky, you dogs. Commander Lane Henderson, Rostonian First Air Dogs. At pre-dawn, the sky was weak and we could barely see but a glimmer. The air dogs knew with most certainty that the enemy was there, using their filthy Xenos ways to hide themselves. Commander, you go for drop in 30 seconds. Hawk Henderson heard over the Vox as he turned to his men in the Valkyrie. 40 hand-picked men, and his second-in-command, all untested in this new founding. His career as Cadian shock trooper never saw him jumping out of a perfectly good transport at cruising altitude, but he isn't Cadian anymore. Once you retire and take your gift from the Emperor on a backwater planet, that's supposed to be safe, and you stop being what you were born to bred to be. 30 seconds, you're about to get a lesson in shock and awe, troopers. When we make contact, be ready. I fought the Eldari before. You will not get the first shot off, but be ready to return fire. Men will die today. Make your peace with the Emperor and each other. As he said as he made his way down to the ramp hatch. On the ground and full of hate for being recruited into training these sons of bitches known as the Air Dogs, Hawk reviews the open city before them. The town has been destroyed in an oppressive display of power but has left no bodies of the enemy. The grinding of gears alerts him to the sentinel troops coming up from the front line. Sergeant Leone, you and your sentinels are to make a screen for us. I want you sniffing the enemy out. 
So we're going to flank and support. He barks into the box. Leon puts out her low stick and her grimy fatigue and acknowledges the commander. Yes, sir, we shall flush the prey. With a sly grin and an edge to her words, she ground her machine forward, plasma coils buzzing and her heart racing as she looked for movement and saw nothing. Nope, there was something. She can't quite make out what it is. Almost like the light is sliding off of it. Boom! The explosions and projectiles rock her mechanical steed. Lone wolf backwards in the main avenue she was moving up in. The fire came from everywhere and nowhere all at once. Sector 1, Main Boulevard, I'm taking heavy fire from unseen enemy. I don't know how much more I can take. Then her world crumpled and she was soaring in the sky like all good sons and daughters of Rostoya. She's flying through the clear air, feeling the exhilaration of flight and the clear breeze. Then she stops. She can't feel anything. All she can, all she can see is the sky, and it's getting so far away. Damn it, Leon, get out of there, Hawk yells into the box. But he's too late. The Xenos weapons tear her machine apart. Piece by bloody piece, her seat charges went off, and she was launched out of the machine. But her chute never opened, and her body lay sprawled on the street. Her neck snapped at an unhuman angle from a pile of rubble she landed in. Soon it was obvious where the fire was coming from, though, and that's all Hawk needed. Squad Alphys, get to the roof of the structure on the corner of that street. Do it now. We only get one shot at this. He sends all his squads forward to the edges. He needs to flank to even have a chance of getting this battle rolling in his direction. It seems like it's going to be too late, though. The second sentinel goes down in a keep in front of him. Long dog. That is what McGuire called his walker. Didn't matter, though. McGuire wouldn't be piloting the machine again. The newest Sentinel recruit moved forward, however. The absolute balls of that pilot he had was staggering. He just saw two of the best pilots the regiment had get shot to pieces, and he still went forward. Alphys acknowledged that they had made it to the roof, and squad Digmark and Dramic had made it to their objective places, too giving the best fire support to DeVrice and the Sentinel. No answer from Cicero when they were still out of position. Colonel Branson, get Alphys firing on whatever you can see. I want to know who we are fighting and what their forced disposition is, and I want to know 20 minutes ago. Branson was listening to his commander while he was surveying what he could, and it didn't look good. Several troops, what looked like jet bikes and an exalted-looking commander. Sir, we have jet bikes coming through at the main avenue. Alphys is in position. Branson had said into the box. Open fire then, damn it. Any squad that can see anything at all, open fire. I want these Xenos dead before they can get into our ranks and tear us up. Tear us up. With that said over the Vox, Hawk smiled as he heard the discharge of las guns all around him. He ran forward with squad Cicero and made sure that they had their heads on a swivel. There was no telling where the Eldari would come from. He saw jet bikes burning and a robed figure with a spear laying in the street. Alphys had, and that sentinel device had made some, had really made the bastard pay before he died. The other squads had taken some casualties, but nothing serious. He thought they might just make it out of here alive. Dramic was in position and had taken out the snipers from the corner building. Alphys is holding a corner that has good sight lines, but Digmark and Cicero were not responding anymore. Hawk thought it could be too it could it had been too easy. He knew there was something he was missing, but he didn't think one of the enemy could kill so many men. He had heard screaming from across the street and behind him. 
Jalen Branson, his second in command, had been cut off in the middle of a Vox transmission, and he couldn't get him back online. What the hell was happening? Where were the enemy now? Guardsman Lanwell screamed as the flying razors tore into his body. The Xenos weapon was shredding him apart, just like all his friends. This wasn't what it was supposed to be like. He didn't want to die. Just a guardsman with nothing to his name. Oh, the Emperor was supposed to be like this. He knew he was dead, so why not take a couple with him? Give the other squads a chance. He stepped into the street to fire again and missed. How did he miss? They were right there. The ting of metal hitting flak armor sounded, and he hurt. He looked down and saw the ground was very close. Then he felt something hit his shoulder. It was his legs, as he lost rigidity from being cut in half by the shirk and weaponry of the Xenos. The last of the Eldari that he could see fell over, punctured with laz and bolt shells from his pistol. The only people left were remnants of Squad Dramic and himself. This was a bloodbath even he wasn't expecting. The amount of uncertainty, the sheer horror of seeing his men cut in half, disemboweled, torn to pieces was something he never got used to. But he could block out the horror for now. Time to regroup. The sweep of this sector of the town is clear for now. Boom. There you go. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mark, you're muted. Ah, there we go. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was very cool, man. Uh, the shuriken weapons are frightening for sure. <laughs> they truly are. Yeah. Um, so I think the fun thing about this little story is this is actually a battle report. Um, yeah. Everything in this story actually happened. So like... I had my first, like the first turn, that one sentinel with the plasma gun got absolutely shredded within seconds. <laughs> it was just like, oh no. And then the second sentinel with the last cannon also got shredded within seconds. <laughs> and then it was like, you get through most of this and I had a couple squads take out a couple of his squads and then the shuriken weaponry one was literally, I had one guardsman and he was like behind a bunch of um a bunch of rubble and i just took uh, i just popped him out and like took a shot and nothing he's still a so, hero of the imperium god damn it exactly so 
but yeah, no, it was, uh, it was definitely different. So I was like, you know, I'm going to try and do every battle report for my current crusade like this with this army. So Very it was cool. definitely fun to do. And I'm actually, yeah, I'm in the middle of... of writing a second one. So nice. Yeah. And kind of write these like little moments where that one dice roll kind of like what actually happened there that I rolled a one, you know, and then you get to play that out with the guards been fumbling a grenade or whatever. Exactly. Right. So like yeah. the next, I think the, the, the next one that I'm writing, I actually have a really good story about how um, the, the mate, uh, the Colonel or whatever, Hawk Henderson, um, he, uh, he actually goes toe to toe with the Necron Triarch Stalker. <laughs> and just disembowels it like i i take like <laughs> I, I get maxed wounds on every roll and then my the guy with the necro soccer whiff he did all ones on the saving throw <laughs> and i was like and you're dead <laughs> yeah <laughs> and now you get to write this fucking awesome moment out how you think it actually happened right exactly i'm super Very excited cool. to see how it goes but yeah so that's uh that's the rostonian air dogs and this is titled um the harrowing of the Xenos. The harrowing of the Xenos. Very cool. I liked a couple times in the story how like guys would die and you'd just kind of be like, and they looked up at the sky, you know, or whatever. Just like that's what they like, you know. Nice blue nice, sky. Nice blue sky. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, so cool. but yeah, that that was that. So okay. And then the the other bit you wrote is more of like uh your typical lore entry. Um organization more for the so, lexicanum yeah. style like thing yeah kind of giving like the founding and like the force organization and and everything like that so cool well i'll, I'll read that off founding the restory how do you say it again restory restonian Restonian. The Restonian yeah. air dogs are an imperial guard regiment unique in their founding and in their capabilities they were founded on a rural world Within the Restonian system on Restonian Secondus, a world covering large carnivorous trees and high mountainous peaks. Travel throughout the world is almost impossible because of the tree growths and the dense uh, denseness of the forest. Only the most hardy people live and live in the tree line, and even they need to travel to the high mountain cities or halls, as they are referred to, in order to resupply themselves with clothing and fuel. The way of travel on Restonian Restonia Secondus is high altitude flyers and by using grav shoots to glide from mountain peak to mountain peak. This lends to the Restonian people to be uh, superlative shock troops who can do high altitude air aerial insertions into combat zones. The Restonian, <laughs> how dare you? Why you name it so tough? I'm so sorry. <laughs> the first. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just going to say that now. Their dogs, Rostrodian, were founded when the system had inklings of trouble rising. There are many incursions by Eldar, Necron, Tyranids, and even chaos into the surrounding sector. The planetary governor stated that the Rostonian Secondus would have a high-standing regimental force that could deploy anywhere within the sector to help prevent trouble from making it to the core of the system. Upon this declaration, he found and enlisted the help of a retired Cadian shock trooper major who had taken a liking the world, taken a liking to the world in his travels. Mayor Leon Hender, major Major Leon Henders had retired and taken his final place to live out his days uh, at this high mountain world. 
Major Henders was uh, given a promotion to camp. Wow. Major Henders was given a promotion to commander general of the Estronian 1st Air Dogs Regiment. He had never used grav shoots and had never done a high altitude aerial insertion with the Cadians. But he took local knowledge and combined his military mind to training hit and run tactics for his forces. He was given Valky transports and specialized sentinel walkers that would survive aerial drops into war zones. On top of this massing of troops and specialized equipments, Henders recruited specialists from the Imperial Navy to train his pilots on tactics and even was surprised when the Imperial Navy allowed him to pull uh, fighter aircraft such as Vendetta gunships and Avenger strike fighters to his troops uh, to give his troops superior firepower when fighting in a vanguard. A dog drop troop regiment trained to standards of Acadian career soldier with its own complement of specialized pilots, aircraft, and a force able to grow, able to move and strike at will within the system at large. Organization. The Restronian first are not as typical as regiment as most as they supply each of their companies within the regiment to be self-sufficient ent entity. There are 10 companies, each are comprised with the following. One commander, company commander, one command squad, three platoon commanders, two commissars, 100 guardsmen, 90 heavy weapon teams, sorry, nine heavy weapon teams, nine sentinels. These can be scout or armored variants, depending on the company commander's preference. Five Valkyrie transports, five Vendetta gunships, three Avenger strike fighters. Each guardsman is equipped with the LAS, LAS gun, grav shoot, six power packs, six grenades, one hunting dagger, and enough food to last one week behind enemy lines. They travel light and fast and are, high, and are taught by the woodsmen of the planet to how to forage and provide for themselves. They also carry a special, specialized device known as the hydrator, which when stabbed into an object that is made up, so, made up of some kind of material that holds water within it, the hydrator will pull the water out and scrub it of any toxins. This system has saved many life of the woodsmen on the Restonian Secondus. Notable squads or people. Squad Jackal. This squad is made up of the woodsmen that were misfits. They spit in the face of long-range attack and opt up and opt to use close-up weapons. Anything for around their traditional hunting dagger to chain swords or power fists. They are wild and they are deadly. Squad Elphis. This squad has made up of hand-picked stars met. This squad is made up of handpicked stars, men and women who show the true potential of being an unprecedented warrior. Squad, Al squad Alphys is Major Hender's personal honor guard in battle. Much like the Kassikan of his homeworld, they are equipped much better and have a higher level of training. Squad Digmark. Digging and fortification positions at the drop troop regiments don't usually make sense, but when you're surrounded and the enemy is moving in, you'll be happy to see Squad Digmark's packs and entrenching tools come to the front. Major Jalen Benderson, Branson. This is a man of honor and courage, personally fighting off a Necron stalker with a power sword and bolt pistol, has given him a reputation as a skilled fighter. Jalen is a grizzled woodsman and part-time mercenary before he was enlisted. A natural leader, but one who is who was reluctant to take ownership of his title. He loves his men and doesn't want them to die needlessly. Commander General Leon Henders, a man who is old to be jumping out of planes, too old to be jumping out of planes at high altitude. Leon Henders is spry, eighty-nine year old and grizzled leader of men. His expectations of the men that are 
are that of which he places upon himself. But those expectations are not light as the son of Cadia, are not are not light as the son of Cadia. He was wary of his troops and has brought in more commissars than are normally allocated to a regiment, as he wants to make sure that his men show absolute courage and honor while he is their leader. Respected among his troops, they do not fear him as he has executed men who show even a shred of doubt or fear. He expects perfection and is in tune a symbol of perfection within the regiment. Very cool. Yeah. Um, uh, what do you I, think? I, I like the planet. It's very cool. You know, I can kind of picture them like, uh, yes, yeah, flying around the mountains and even just flying through like giant redwood forests and stuff or like, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, couple questions while I'm thinking of more thoughts. Do you have any actual drop sentinels in your army? I don't have the drop sentinels themselves. Um, I'm just using regular ones. Um, sure. But I, uh, what I've done is I've actually like, uh, I'll, I'll show you some paint jobs, but uh, in my paint job for my sentinels, my, um, I highlight the uh, hydraulics within the legs and, and actually put, they have like a little warning symbol okay. and it says max pressure. Uh, uh, or is ma max PSI um, uh, on the the hydraulic, and I, I I'm basically saying like they're they're not like a high altitude drop, but like yeah. low altitude, and then they drop and they just absorb the impact. Is my idea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's so, very cool. Mm -hmm. I like that. Uh, I like that you have these different types of squads too. Um, what what squad would Squad Jackal count as as like a close combat squad? Um, honestly, I just run them as a. Uh, I was gonna run them as a veteran squad with las guns, um, but uh, I don't know what I'm gonna run them as as sure. the new codex is coming out. So, um, sure. but uh, but yeah, like every single one of them have uh, different heads. Like so, all their heads are off of like chaos marauders from like uh, fantasy so they all okay. have beards and like flowing hair and they've yeah. got i've got some uh some uh, scout heads from the uh the space wolf scouts i've got some okay. of those heads and chaos marauder heads and i've got guys like i've got one guy he's equipped with a pickaxe uh, <laughs> and a shotgun and uh, there's a bunch of dudes with power fists and all Heck sorts yeah. of stuff so yeah, really cool yeah. squad to do. Yeah, that sounds like a very cool squad. Um, yeah, your your lore just sounds kind of cool, just like this hat fast hidden kind of air regiment. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely different. So I uh, I my my whole like actual company right now, like my my actual like model count. I have one commander, one command squad, three platoon commanders, two commissars. I have 70 Imperial Guardsmen and I have three more squads to make it the hundred. I Heck have yeah. nine heavy weapons teams. I have nine Sentinels. I don't have five Valkyries and five Vendettas and three Avenger Strike Fighters, but I've got one of each. Nice. <laughs> so okay. so I really okay. do want to have the whole like uh like have a whole company. I'd yeah. like to have like three Avenger Strike Fighters. And three and five vendetta gunships and five Valkyries just to like be like, behold, 
Behold my, my company. <laughs> yeah, behold. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I'm doing the exact same thing where, with my Space Marine chapter right now. It's like you write up these silly numbers and meanings on a page where it's like four company commanders. But then when you collect them, oh, that's when it gets nice. Right? Yeah. Exactly. So, so yeah, I I, uh, I thought it was uh, kind of a different uh, take on things. Like, I didn't want them to... Like your your typical Elysians, it's like, oh, well, they've got this and that. They've got all this like bulky equipment. I yeah. just wanted them to have las gun, grav shoot, power packs, grenades, dagger, and a small <laughs> satchel of food. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's it. They don't get any bedrolls. They <laughs> just suffer. <laughs> oh, poor so, guys. Um, yeah. the, the main character, Major Leon Henders, um, so so he was a retired Cadian guardsman and then he went yeah. to this kind of place to retire it and then he kind of got pseudo drafted again. Yeah. So <laughs> the whole idea is that like they were like um so I actually I don't have it written up yet but like the idea in my mind is that um the Rostonian system is almost like a it's a rural world um but the system has like paradise worlds and like really it's kind of backwater but also like has really nice things and it's a staging point um so like they have a lot of like uh space stations uh and like orbital platforms that they use to like ferry troops to other parts of the galaxy but they're never really under attack and don't really deal with all that kind of stuff yeah um and then uh, this Lane Henderson guy is like, oh, hey, I'm going to move to this really cool mountain world that I was at one time uh, <laughs> because I was going to a different war zone and I just thought it was so beautiful. And he goes there finally and he's like 80 and he gets there and he's there for like three weeks. And then the planetary governor's like, hey, I know you just moved here and I need a new regiment. And so the God Emperor needs you, sir. <laughs> can't say no to him so no, no. yeah that's so funny poor guy <laughs> yeah and i i think uh one of those things too is where like he I, I i really wanted to make him like a crotchety old man that demands perfection so like in my in my next story that i'm like in the middle of writing for the battle report uh i have a squad that actually like uh flees from the battlefield because of morale yeah and uh in my thing it's uh it, the uh the major is sitting there he's a I wonder if you're that... all dead because you're all cowards and this is why I need more commissars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> right. So, and Very I have a, cool. uh, I have a bunch of um, converted commissars that I, that I wanted for this force. So nice. Very cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. So like, this is all like a campaign that you're doing with some friends or whatever. So they have Tyranids, <laughs> chaos and whatever Necron, I think you named the, yeah, it's uh, Eldar, um, Tyranids, and uh, Necrons currently. But tomorrow, we've got three other dudes that are all coming to watch because they have never played before or they okay. haven't done a crusade, but they and, but they used to play. They played in, like, 7th edition, but they haven't played in 8th or ninth. Yeah, so yeah. 
we're we've got like a bunch of guys coming tomorrow to like watch us play and get to know us and everything like that. And if that happens, then we're probably gonna have more. So nice. Sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be good. I'm I'm excited about it. So yeah. um but yeah, yeah like- no, the the Rosto like I have the Vostroyan um uh tank regiment. I've got now the drop troop regiment. Um the new Cadian models that were all just released, all the new guard models. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, I'm I'm gonna make a Cadian battle force with Bane blades, some Dorn tanks, and a <laughs> bunch of Catherkin, and and a bunch of Rough Riders, and it's gonna be a really cool um, <laughs> thing. And uh, the new Lord Solar uh, model yeah. came out on horse. Yeah, I see that I'm guy. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to have a force of Attilan Rough Riders <laughs> being led by the Lord Solar, and it's just going to be the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's crazy. There's just so many minis out now. I, I Yeah, there's, yeah. it's crazy. What a, what a world. Oh, I'm going to have so many guard armies. So <laughs> many. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. No, I, I think nothing's wrong. No, no, no. Like... <laughs> Like at least you're not one of those guys who has ten space marine armies, so yeah, at least yeah, because like all of my armies look so vastly different, it hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> custom too. Yeah, um, like yeah, it's pretty pretty funny. Cool. Well, thanks for thanks for sharing with us. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. It's always a a good time to get on here and talk about some lore and. I'm always writing stuff for every, for all sorts of different things, so I'm uh, I'm I'm more than happy to to get out there and show show it off. So heck yeah. And, well, if you have lore and you want to submit, you can submit it to lorehammerpodcast at gmail and you can join the Patreon Lorehammer Listener Lore at patreon.com. You can go join that links in the description below. Uh, but we will see you on the next episode of Lorehammer Listener Lore. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.